How long gone? Uh, Tuesday afternoon, New York City. The sun is out. Still a little chilly. I am wearing cashmere, if you were wondering, Jason. Just ran into former guest and friend of the show uh, at the at the coffee shop. Okay. Which one are we talking about here? We have 500 episodes. Uh, I know that, that was I was going to get you to guess, but no, Esther Pavitsky. This is a was, teaser. This is a teaser. I'll guess. Esther was in the Esther was in the building getting one of her little lattes. Um, so we got to build quickly. Um, she's she's in the neighborhood for a little while. She said she's a kept woman. She's going to Pilates at 1030, which, <clears throat> you know, uh, I, I can relate to. Um, but uh, what's going on uh, with DJ Them Jeans? I'm just living my kept life as well. I went for a hot girl walk. Maybe something Esther should think about. <laughs> um, where you go for a walk without bringing a photographer, um, and it's kind of a <laughs> mental health thing. I actually was going to compliment her on her content strategy. I really like it. No, I do too. It's a good angle. It's paparazzi style pictures of her in outfits, like walking her dog to promote stand up. And I just think it's like I've never seen anyone do it, and I really like I the angle too. she's taking. It's a it's a fun angle, and more people should think outside the bun like that. Go off, Esther. You rule. What else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just went for a dog walk. I went and picked up my juice cleanse. So I'm I'm slurping down some celery wawa right now with with uh with the plans to drink uh my weight in chicken broth. Oh just really get the collagen. Try to get a little life back in these cheekbones before the big wedding day, you know what I mean? Uh yeah, I know what you mean. Um yeah, I know what you mean. I just exercise. Um so I I, I get it and I don't get it at the same damn time. I'm going to I'm going to do that later today. Going to do that later today. Okay, that's once good. Once I finish on my work. Okay, I understand. No, I'm glad I'm glad to hear that. I had a tough time getting motivated this morning, but then I went to the gym and all my favorites were there, you know. If you go, you know, you start going, you go at the same time, you start seeing all your homies, not people you actually know, of course, but kind of people that keep you going, you know, the funny guys at the gym, um, not, not on purpose, funny, of course, but guys that make you chuckle with, are you talking about guys where you walk up to them and then one of, one of you has to take the AirPod out of the ear first before you do a (laughs) fist bump and then you keep it pushing. Damn, bro. That's my entire fucking life. That's the entire, that's called the, that's called the New York city experience is what that is a little bit Mm -hmm. because that also happens, you know, on the, on the streets. But yeah, that, that is, that is what I'm talking about. But I'm also talking about the, the guys that are just like, you know, the guys that are so buff wearing like the zero drop shoes, doing like insane power cleans you know, and then they go, mm-hmm. and, and then, yeah, they, yeah. then they go sit behind a computer all day and assume a different identity. That that's who I'm talking. Like the guys who are like mm-hmm. who, who put on their Superman cost their Superman dry fit for the gym, <laughs> and then switch back into the their Clark Kent clothes uh, when it's time to to make some money over at J P Morgan Chase. Yo, from Wall sits to Wall Street, baby. My life is <laughs> a fucking movie. <laughs> My fucking glutes are on, bro, all fucking Damn, day. That reminds me, I'm going to do a hot girl wall sit later on today, just because. It's only for me. I love a wall sit. Honestly, underappreciated. I saw a guy doing one today, actually. It's underappreciated, like a simple jail-style workout. Where Those are those are sometimes overlooked. Not not in Obviously not in my neighborhood. You know that. Because <laughs> no, my, my number one, your number one question with fitness is like, all right, you know, what's the workout? What's the clientele like? And you know, blah, you know, what's my PR heart rate BMI index? And I'm my question is, do it cost? Do, do it cost? The answer is no. Let's get it going. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> do it cost? Oh no! All right, perfect. I'm in. I don't. You don't have to own the wall you're sitting on. You know what I mean? They got walls all over, all over. If you really open your eyes.
<laughs> Yo, I'm telling you what, you can work out anywhere. Anywhere there's a wall, you can pull up and sit on that bitch. Yeah. And all, and then you're good to go. Over at Rikers, I got four of them. I like that you're kind of co-opting parkour into your kind of daily life, whereas all the terrain is for you to explore as you see fit and use as yeah, you yeah, see yeah. fit. I don't walk around like you. You walk around, you're like, ooh, that's a... This is actually reminiscent of the Brutalist movement, um, this park bench. And I'm like, okay, I could do squat dips. I could do bench presses. I yeah, could do damn uh, you know, the whole thing. It's I'm kind of built differently. You're the only bartender over in Glendale. So you got to you gotta come to New York and tap in with the OGs. <laughs> Bro, I'm, I'm doing I'm doing bartender like like introductory to bot bartender lifestyle. Like I'm 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 in the I'm in the phase where I'm doing like my hot girl holds, you know what I mean? Of course, like go yeah, of up, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just kind of... You just hang out up there. You hang out up there. You're dying inside. Like, you, I could feel my joints and tendons mm -hmm. rotting away, but you have to assume, like, a look on your face as if you are just casually uh, hanging out here. I could do this all day kind of all flavor. Day. Speaking of rotting, um, my insides are rotting today after all that turmoil yesterday, Jason. I don't know about you, but Big Tuck getting canned, Don Lemon getting canned, they canceled fucking carpool karaoke. It's been a rough day for every kind of guy. Yeah, this um, this is there, a real you know? this is a real curveball to the Q community. The I Q don't know. <laughs> the Qs. This are, is their this is their great awakening, but but reverse. You but know? reverse this is like it's reverse bad. doggy awakening. Like yeah, <laughs> no Tucker is supposed to be driving the boat that's going to take all the pedophiles to Guantanamo. He's not supposed to be fired. This is look Tucker. Tucker's got plenty of, of bread. Like, he's got AOC is supposed to be getting fired. He's got all the bow ties in the world. He could sail off into the sunset, but I don't think his his ego will allow him to do that. Um, Don Lemon is going to fuck up his money by tweeting a classic, a classic tale, really. And uh, <laughs> James Corden is going to go right back into the closet and then just kind of head over to the UK. And kind of ride it out over there, maybe get a little, t maybe get a little TV gig. But yeah, I mean, it's it was a big shakeup. But he like Corden is still has Corden still has a job. He's just not doing carpool karaoke anymore, right? No, no, no. Corden, no, Corden's leaving the late night show and carpool karaoke, which is a separate program that was bought by Apple TV, is no longer going to be on the air as well. Got so it, Corden, it. it's looking like it's looking like that one faithful trip to Balthazar fucked up Corden's entire life, <laughs> which is which is like pretty insane um and and that's both the power of keith McNally. that was the beginning of his end right well i think keith just cracked the door for people to be like fuck him because everybody was thinking it but i think somebody had to lead the charge mm. and and keith uh keith did that you know he doesn't just serve omelets and french fries he also serves um <laughs> kind of cancellations you know as it were to me like james corden is like the the g-rated like family friendly version of like a Ricky Gervais. Whereas if Ricky Gervais was, you know, in Balthazar instead and McNally wrote some scathing thing about how he was being an asshole, Ricky Gervais would be like, yeah, man, that was me. And everyone's like classic Gervais. Love the guy. But with James Corden, yeah, James Corden, it's just like, he, <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. He just has this I'm like so sorry. quality to him where you're like, I don't trust you. You're you're very uh, you know you restrict what you say and how you say it, and I just something don't feel right. You're not passing the smell test, as they say, uh, and that and that's why we needed to clean shop. Get him out of here. He rubs people the wrong way, not quite as much as Tucker, but he, he rubs people the wrong way. <laughs> but I think that 
I think that Big Tuck, I think Big Tuck is looking at a 2024 co-bill headlining slot with Trump. Yeah. I think I think that I, I don't think that's the reason he got fired. Um the speculation for the reason he got fired because Fox News is obviously morally corrupt is he had to murder someone or he's a pedophile. Those are the two. Those are the two. Well, every, lines everything everything I've seen is just like every he was like super abusive and offensive and yeah, but terrible like whatever, to everyone dude, if, who worked there. It doesn't matter. If you're making if you're making my network, they took a $500 million L when they fired him, bro. You can be mean to people for I mean if you're making me 500 mil, you can be mean. It's got to be something more than that. It ain't being mean, it ain't even sexual harassment. It's got to be something more than that or he just pissed off the wrong person. They were like, "We're done with this guy." But I don't know I mean, I don't really care what happens to Tucker or the Fox News Network, but I feel like it might come back to bite them in the rear. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it kind of makes you wonder how toxic of a of a workplace environment do you have to create when, to have Fox News employees be like, all right, this is enough. You know what I mean? Well, like, everybody's looking for a check. It's, so it's everybody's, not like every- fucking, it's not, the, it's not a library or NPR. It's like fucking Fox <laughs> News. It's like the home of like, don't be a fucking cuck, woke, pussy kind of thing. You know? Yeah, but I think that's also, I think that's the company line as far as public facing goes to, to because that's who they're pandering to. Yeah. But I, I, I doubt that every employee kind of feels the same way. And I also think employees now at all major corporations know they can cry foul and get some money you know or get at least someone that's bothering them out of there whether they actually care or not you know like i mean i imagine as a you know a mid-level manager at fox news going to your hr department and saying you need a couple mental health days i would like to think they would laugh at you but i don't think they i think corporate policy is corporate policy and when these big companies have a lot of money it's they still changed. gotta protect everyone it, you know the times have changed yeah, over it's there changed. i'm sure they were not excited to have to hire women there well no they were excited to hire them if they're hot uh, of course, but yeah. Otherwise, no. They're not really. No, I, mean, I don't it's think a, he's gonna run. I don't think he's gonna run. I think that's that's too crazy. I don't know if he'll start a podcast. I mean, he can make he can make more money on on YouTube for sure. But I think it depends on how big his ego is and if Trump wants him. I mean, it's a, it's just a fun theory. I don't I don't know. Obviously, I don't have any intel. Um, but it seems it seems like that's that's not that obvious. Yeah, no, that's not. I gotta let you know. All right, we have a guest today. <laughs> we have a guest today. Uh, Avalon Emerson uh, is a is an electronic music artist and uh, popular DJ. Um, her new record uh, is is Avalon Emerson and the Charm, um, which is more of like a full band, a little bit of a departure um that i've been listening to this it comes out the name though too i love the name is good it comes out this friday actually it comes out uh very soon the 28th Mm -hmm. um but uh yeah we're gonna talk to avalon about all of it she spent time she might be the only person we've ever had on this podcast that spent more time in nightclubs than jason Is, is that is that do you think that's possible yeah i think that's definitely possible and also she's uh another another guest who has dj'd and is gonna be djing uh this summer i'm sure course, so we can course. get a little scene report from her and you know figure out you know you can do your classic uh i hate berlin chat with her there's so much to <laughs> i so many layers of this i'm waiting for the, I'm, I'm waiting for the tourism board of berlin to invite me back to kind of get themselves back on top you're waiting for them to say das is it i can't take it no yeah. more <laughs> exactly i'm waiting but unfortunately they haven't they what haven't, do we have to do to shut this hunky up they haven't called me yet but this maybe this will push me over the edge maybe this will push me in the right direction all right let's give let's give avalon a jingle okay 
Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Say goodbye to swiping left on lackluster meals and swipe right for the one brand that will make your taste buds swoon. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, I like to chop myself, or quick microwave meals that are assembled in minutes, Home Chef has you and your entire family covered for delicious meals, witty options per week, and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. I'm keto now. Not only is it convenient, but it is also economical. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. Mamma mia. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering my listeners... Our listeners, 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert faux life at homechef.com slash how long. That's homechef.com slash how long for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Uh, we all know there are things in life that you have to compromise on. I compromise every day, Jason, as you know, because that's kind of part of being a good friend and partner. Oh, wow. I am forced to keep food in my refrigerator against my will um, <laughs> because my wife demands it. Uh, but when it comes to your health, Jason, there's absolutely no compromise. So don't go back to that one doctor who uses your appointment to catch up on the latest headlines, their family group chat, or their crossword puzzles just because they're available right now or because they take your slightly sketchy insurance. I know you have sketchy insurance, Jason. Instead, <laughs> check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and most importantly, prioritize your health. And you can search by location, availability, and insurance. So literally no compromises here because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. All these doctors are real with verified reviews from actual patients. We're talking about booking appointments with tens of thousands of top rated, patient reviewed, credible doctors and specialists near you, or if you want to book one far away from you, that's your decision. <laughs> Go to ZocDoc.com slash how long and download ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That is ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash how long. ZocDoc.com slash how long. This episode of How Long Gone is brought to you by Booking.com. Booking dot, yeah, from cozy bed and breakfast to trendy boutique hotels with so many choices across the beautiful United States of America, you can book whoever you want to be. Uh, that can look like booking a five-star hotel to indulge your luxury side, that's me, or booking a remote cabin in the woods to explore your adventurous side. So um, spring has sprung, the sun is out, the sun is shining, I can't wait to get to New York. Check out Booking.com for your ideal hotel or vacation home, no matter where you go in the U.S. Booking dot yeah. Book whoever you want to be on Booking.com. Booking dot yeah. I'm in L.A. Chris is in New York. Where are you at? 
Nice. I'm in I'm in Brooklyn. Oh, interesting. Okay. All right. I didn't take you I didn't take you for a Brooklynite. I know. My 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 lady has a spot here and normally I'm either like upstate or I guess here. I don't know. I'm just very reluctantly like, you know, Brooklyn based musician, but I guess it's kind of <laughs> <laughs> Why what why are you I, reluctant <laughs> about being a Brooklyn based musician, the home of independent music? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's yeah, just such well, a cool community to be a part of, you know. <laughs> yeah. I was talking to someone today, and they were like, uh, on the, one of our last episodes, someone assumed that I lived in Brooklyn, and I got so offended, like performatively yes, offended. Exactly. <laughs> like what I'm doing right now. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying I can, I can, I can re- relate to you. Um, but Brooklyn has its charms. I'm sure you have a nice local coffee shop and a bakery and stuff. For sure. I actually just I just popped by the local variety, got a little iced oat. It's that it's that type of weather. Iced Interesting. Oat. oat, oat, oat. Let's let's So un- you're okay with seed oils. Interesting. <laughs> you know, I, I try to I try to do like half and half. I mean the we're normally upstate and I usually do just like the local like find a nice local uh I can't tell if it's a heifer or like no, a it's a cow. cow. It's a cow. Exactly. <laughs> a local cow. You find a local heifer? That's the first thing I do whenever I show up in the town. <laughs> I haven't found a good, I haven't found a good Bushwick, you know, a uh, Holstein to supply me down here. So doing the oat. Who does your heifer program? <laughs> I like the idea more of you pulling the, pulling the car over the side of the road when you see an actual cow and milking it into your cup of, I- of iced coffee. That, that's what I was seeing. Pull over, yeah. babe. She looks full. She looks full. Yeah, still warm. <laughs> no, I mean I love I love raw. I mean like uh, raw milk is so good. It's like truly a treat for me. Uh, and living in Los Angeles, you don't really see a ton of it unless you're like getting it under the table at the farmers market or going to Erewhon and taking out a a, a small home loan under the table. It. Okay. That's how, that's how you get the real good the good stuff. Yeah, if you, there's a couple farmers market vendors, if you kind of let them know that, hey man, I'm cool. Like when you're buying drugs at a John Mayer concert or whatever, you're like, <laughs> yeah. hey, I'm I'm not gonna narc you out. And you can like dr- like drop them like forty bucks cash, and they just hand you like an an, an indescript liter of raw milk, just like full raw. Like that sounds thick. It seems like it would leave a nice like mustache, like a old <laughs> like a '90s era. <laughs> Got milk. Uh-huh. Sounds nice. You can you can only you can imagine how viscous it is, Avalon. I can. I can almost taste it. <laughs> what is the ri- what is the now what is this unpasteurized filth? What are the possibilities? What what could it do to your innards? But if you're not ready, like someone like me who's a little more of a delicate flower than you two <laughs> savages, um, <laughs> what do you think it would it would do to me, Jason? Do you think I would be able to go? you know, kind of through my day and accomplish my task? Or do you think my tummy would, in fact, hurt? No, I, th- I think the parasite would kind of quickly take over your nervous system <laughs> okay. and okay, start good, controlling good. your body and making you do things that you don't want to do. Exactly. Okay. Okay, <laughs> perfect. Okay, now... Next question. This sounds kind of as close to drugs as I can get, so I'm kind of interested now in this raw <laughs> milk, like kind of getting outside of myself. Oh, yeah. What is the deal with upstate? Because I don't get it. You know, I've lived in New York for a really long time. All, all my friends, they buy these houses upstate that come upstate and then i see pictures of it and it's like this just looks like a house anywhere else but you have like a fire outside i guess for sure <laughs> i would love to know I, obviously this doesn't sound like it's it was, one of the greatest parts of new york to sit on a porch is true 
Well, yeah, but you define porch. I'm from the <laughs> south. I, I know I have real porches in my life. I don't have to have one of these fake, you know, upstate porches. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Avalon, show us your upstate is what we're. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Share with us, Avalon, your upstate. What does it mean to you? Where do you go? What do you love? I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm from I'm originally from Arizona. I do like a little outdoor vibe. And <laughs> okay. I feel like I've never really super, super vibed with the city, um, meaning, you know, the city as in New York, but my, yeah. my, my wife, my wife is from here and she loves it. And I think like having both like places to kind of like balance between is, is fantastic. Ideal. Being a, you know, coastal lesbian with no kids and a small dog. <laughs> it's also like amazing to come up and they can run around and we can, you know, I'm, I've also recently found my, found a calling in like being like a garage shop dad like the, the house the house we bought came with like it's like a pretty it's a pretty good sized garage and it came with okay. a table saw okay and then i was like oh okay so i'm i guess i'm gonna get into woodworking now and i've found that it's like actually amazing and one of my favorite things to do i'm i'm still i'm still making like crap that is i can barely like show it to my friends and be kind of proud of it but um, it's really fun and I love doing that and you know I'm impressed yeah it's <laughs> I'm impressed but I I didn't so uh, the woodworking thing was this something that was in your blood or this is something you truly discovered when the garage came stopped? or were you feeling pressure from the lesbian community to get into it <laughs> yeah yes, were you feeling exactly. pressure to be to be more of a lesbian <laughs> exactly <laughs> yes it was either that or like you know tooling around on old like small motorcycles oh yeah oh yeah yeah of course the gardening course. thing isn't really my vibe um i already have the birkenstocks and so that was, that was yeah i would love step. to actually could you could you fill us in on some other kind of lesbian hobbies i just want to make sure i know all i, I wasn't aware <laughs> i like the motorcycle i like the motorcycle yeah, i like angle. that too i like that i too. think we, we when we were talking to snail mail she sort of mentioned the motorcycle she meant Pardon my French, but she mentioned the term barnacle dyke as as like a, a motorcycle chip. That's true. That's where we learned. That's where we sure. learned. She that. sort of was I'd never afraid heard of that term before. Barnacle dyke. I mean, I don't know if I quite identify with that um, personally. <laughs> no. I like, you know, I like, I like. I, I used to have. I actually used to live in San Francisco, and I had a uh, a Vespa P two hundred E, and so that's not quite a motorcycle, but it's a, it's a little it's a little toot toot, which I loved. <laughs> <It's a> little <laughs> quite a barnacle dyke maybe i'm a little piece of coral yeah you're a cor coral dyke we just coined coral dyke yeah. on on how long gone that's this is breaking. You were, it had enough horsepower so you could put a sticker on the back that said if you could read this the chick fell off right yeah, that, yeah, that's, yeah at exactly. least yeah, yeah. you need that exactly it was really it was really just enough power for like me and another uh you know some of my friends, smaller friends, and then we could go up and down the hills. Oh, that was okay. about right. it. That so, was about yeah. it. She said, she said, no big girls allowed. I feel you. Like, I get it. I get it. I get it. I think the, um, I think that, did you have a, now was the scooter merely for transportation or were you going through like a mod phase? That's funny. No, I, I didn't go through the mod thing. Okay. Um, I feel like it was funny in San Francisco or Jason, did you used to live in San Francisco? No. He likes it. Okay. Yeah, I almost moved there like out of high school. I was really into like graffiti and drugs and stuff. So San Francisco was like ex <laughs> ex exquisite, you know, um, but I, I went and that's lived funny, there. Then you, would, then you would like Berlin, you know, that's, that's what everyone basically. tells me. It's like, yeah. do you have fixed gear, bicycles <laughs> and drug abuse and like 
cops will let you tag anywhere, <laughs> let's do it. If I could turn back time, I would be living in Berlin right now. But um, yeah, I, I lived there for like a month and I was like, I got, I have to get out of here. Like the only thing I'm doing is like getting fucked up, you know, like there's no real ambition going on. But it used to be like a place that I held dear and now, you know, I kind of mourn, we mourn had a the good loss time, of, actually, of the original San Francisco. Avalon, we went there recently for the Tom Brown opened a store there. We went there for like the this dinner. We went to Che Panisse. It was the most fun I'd ever had in San Francisco. I've probably been there 10 times over the years. It was really nice. Yeah, that's because we, we spent weather. the whole time in Berkeley. For sure. <laughs> but I, I didn't realize. I was always just like, I don't understand Northern California because I don't like the outdoors. So I'm always like, I don't really get this. I don't understand Northern California. Yeah, well, there but you it, go. You know, I it's mean, beautiful. it's just if you you have to like a tree, you have to have you know, you gotta have. What the, are you? What the, the fuck? That is, type of vibe. All right, all right, fine then. All right, fuck <laughs> you. Fine. They got the best trees. They, they the have best the trees. best trees they around. The best straight trees, up. Straight up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, they do. Put put those redwoods up against any other tree in this town. Good luck. But I think the problem with Chris is any other tree. He he used to be like a really big weed smoker, but he was known as like an indoor weed smoker. So like trees <laughs> known. and nature and things like that did not really, you know, it was not giving for him, you know? I hear. I, I hear that. He's looking for a good couch. Yeah. Avalon, how far are you willing to take this? Do you camp too? Like you're about to blow my damn mind. Yeah, actually, no, I don't really like a camping. Like I've okay, had, good. you know, I've had friends try to take me on uh I don't know. I like a I like a cabin. I like a cabin kind of thing. I don't like sleeping in a little nylon, you know, ripstop situation. You're not into the yurt. <laughs> not a yurt. Not really. You've a worked. Yurt girl. You've worked. To, you've been grinding in the in the lab for too long to sleep on the ground. <laughs> I com- I completely agree with you. Speaking speaking of upstate and techno and camping, isn't there like that? <laughs> That like camping techno festival <laughs> thing that's like the drug Olympics. There's there's just I I mean you know what uh, I'm about? a friend of mine does this the the, the festival sustain release it's like a t- it's like 800 people it's quite small it's really cute yes and yeah I love it I love it it's great I actually DJed the like basketball tournament last year and it was <laughs> amazing. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay hold on hold on jason I- i'm gonna ask you this because i don't I, I, is there a single artist on this lineup that i would recognize jason hell no okay all right so this is this is for the heads i don't know if it's like that there's certainly a lot of like fashionable like you know people from it, it's like it's like a stop on the l train it's a stop on the you know u8 <laughs> okay. it's a it's a, it's a stop up on the uban it's you know it's it's a, it's a it's a gather it's a gathering point describing <laughs> a type of person as a stop on the l train is something that i'm going to take from you and use that's really good that's good stuff that's really good okay stuff. so when when you go there do you not like do you like stay in a hotel um well i stayed in like the house last year it's like there's it's like an old sleep the it's house. like a sleepaway camp and so there's like cabins and stuff so this oh, is okay. it's really cute yeah it has this lake and um you know you can get little canoes and barbecues i'm reading i'm reading the 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 rules and faqs it said hard drugs and ghb are banned we are far away from a hospital and it's just too dangerous. I like the honesty with We're that. You far know? away from a hospital. <laughs> I like the GHB. I like the GHB. You got, are on your own. Yeah, yeah. I like the GHB got called out by name, whereas other things were just mm-hmm. hard drugs. That's, a, I mean, you know who you are, GHB users. Do you think that growing up in Arizona gave you a true appreciation for the for nature? Or were your parents forcing you to go outside or did you come to this on your own? I think I came to it on my own. I mean, the outdoors was always like halfway dangerous and like the heat can be just 
psychedelic fucked up at times mm, like oppressive crazy. yeah mm. yeah well, scorpions no i'm not really like an innate like you know small you know small apartment city dweller that much. <laughs> you're not a smol girly you're like i need a big ass you're like i need a big ass nice apartment and then i'm kind of good but these small apartments like i'm all set exactly. <laughs> frankly <yeah. laughs> Exactly. I get that. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, you you you're not van. You're not van life. No, um, no. Like so, so you live. You you're in, you're upstate. You've got your girl, and she lives there, and and you get to go back to nature. Do you think you get a couple more uh, festival headline gigs under your belt, and maybe you can buy uh, house number two in Arizona? Do you think your girlfriend, or I mean, sorry, your wife will be like, that's very funny, but we're not gonna go to arizona or would she be down i always think it's crazy when like you hear people who are from arizona like get older and like then buy a house in arizona i'm like why would you do that you you got out like just stay out like there's other stay places out. it's great like we're not gonna have water in like 20 years like i don't know what's up you with got that. some dry heat i bet your golf game would get better you know i mean there's all kinds of benefits to this i, don't I mean sedona is a is a magical place i would like to i guess i could retire there Sedona's right? beautiful for sure you got a whole foods for sure. you for know sure. you got that, that's all you really need that's true but uh, but i have been to phoenix and scottsdale and tucson and I grew up in Orange County and it's like Scottsdale is just like Orange County basically, but something about it, it's tough. That's true. Scottsdale sounds right up my alley if I'm being honest, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's Republican-y, but you don't play golf though, so it's not really fully up your alley. <laughs> when, I, when I was growing up there, it was like basically a lot of like dairies. Oh, so you came by your love of milk, honestly. This makes a little more sense now. Exactly. Full circle. <laughs> you got a heifer in your DNA, baby. <laughs> it's, it's disgusting living your living your dairies it's just like you know you can smell it yeah it's not it's not that great oh it's stinky well then country chris has to ask did you do some cow tipping or or were you too respectful of the heifers <laughs> no i don't i i don't think i the clo the most like uh you know local suburban wt activity was like going quote-unquote romping where it's like your friend with the most like uh, fucked up but lifted car. Okay. You just kind of go out into the, you know, and you go out and run through like the I'm listening. the like dirt and dunes and mud yeah. and like canals. That's, I like I, I didn't have you saying lifted car uh on today's episode, yeah. but I'm glad that I'm glad <laughs> that, This is why we pod. This is why we pod. Truck truck or Jeep or something like that. Of course. Of course. No, no. Okay, course, did you ever course, I... do a little weekend trip up to have a screw? <laughs> Get some some natty lights and party over there river stop i don't know i mean lakes are kind of disgusting like the they are the water is i agree you don't love that you terrifying. don't love that beautiful <laughs> brown water you can't see your hand in. yeah that nice iridescent film that gets left on everything it's like, yeah, <laughs> no right. i know we used to go we used to go to my my dad's brothers all have like lake houses in 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 georgia lake culture is very popular okay tucker I would always, yeah, yeah, literally. I was always like, damn, these houses sure are nice, but this water, it ain't the beach. Like, I'm not really, I ain't getting it. Like, I don't really get it, but I guess it's more of like a Dude, totally. boat. Yeah. It's like a boat thing. That's, I think, what it comes down to is that you really yes, like boats. Yes, exactly. That's what it is. Or jet skis, yeah. you know, which I do like. I love going fast on a jet ski. A sea do, <laughs> yeah. you know, a sea do's fun. You you will catch me spin, spinning out, standing up on the sea do. Don't wow, even test okay. me. But yeah, living in Berlin is also wet. It's like people always try to go out to, the lake you know try to get you to go out to the lake on a summer day and it's hot and you're like okay sure a big body of water and then you get there and it's like mud and grass and tons of other mud. like you know like 
<laughs> naked Germans. And I'm like, I don't know about this. Like, I, I don't like, know. We're, we're here. It's time to sit in the mud. Don't yeah. take this the wrong way, but I don't want to see Germans at the lake. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's some hot Germans, I'm sure, but they're not known for that is all I'm saying, you know? And it sounds like they're too quick to take their clothes off. He doesn't want German river rats. Yeah, that's a different person. That's a good <laughs> I, different I wanted person. to talk about how you went from Gilbert, Arizona to to where you're at now. Like where where was the where did the spark of electronic music was it like a like Phoenix blog house parties? Like how did you get Honestly, Phoenix blog house parties isn't that far off, I guess. <laughs> but I was yeah, I went to I I did go to ASU. There was a you know a, a party vibe there, and for a couple of years, and then moved out to San Francisco. <laughs> okay, I, uh, I I enjoy attending Arizona State University. There is a bit of a party element there. I have read. You know, that. it's literally the only thing it's known for. It's, it's the most partying the school for. in America. Literally, <laughs> is it still like that? I don't know. Pro- I mean, it, I, I don't know. I'm assuming so. Holding those titles. I, I, I also feel like they <laughs> did numbers with like the kind of the hometown hotties vibe of like Maxim and like Playboy at the time. I feel like that was very ASU. Okay. ASU. That, that tracks. Yeah, like Maxim would do like ASU scene report, like check out the fucking the co-ed <laughs> yeah. life kind of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. For sure. Yeah. Right. You, better, you better look back. You, yeah, you better name search, Avalon. You might, I mean, we don't know. You know, it was a different time. That's true. The, the Bloghouse days were, you know, heavily photographed. <laughs> yes, heavily photographed is a great way to put it. So I I would DJ every once in a while in Phoenix and it was it was kind of like like a pool party, like a Bud Light Lime sponsored pool party. I remember going yes. to a couple of those. Yes, exactly. Good times. I remember being there and just being like, "Wow, I, I feel like I'm in the New Jersey of Las Vegas." That sounds that sounds about right. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, I mean Scottsdale's cute, whatever, but I definitely had I had to I had to get out of that. And then I went to San Francisco and I was a bit of a tech bro for a while. And that is also, yeah, when I started, I lived in this like kind of like a warehouse type of thing that like, I'm not sure that it doesn't exist, but I feel like it doesn't in San Francisco anymore. (laughs) And then uh, kind of DJing a bit there. And then in like 2014, moved to Berlin. Okay. Yeah. And then okay. was it was it hair of a tech bro there? And then um, <laughs> kind of just started like started releasing electronic music, started DJing, and then it kind of became my full time job. So you were a hair of a tech bro in Berlin, but you moved there as a tech bro, but knowing that like this is the epicenter of electronic music, this is where it all happens. So you had an idea of what you were trying to do. Yeah. I mean, it sounds it sounds like uh disingenuous but i feel it wasn't really a massive goal of mine to like be a techno person or like make or like be a professional dj i feel like there's like this to be an edm artist to be an edm yeah (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) an auteur (laughs) no i didn't i that wasn't really a goal it's just like i have i have friends in berlin it seems like a cool city Mm -hmm. it was either that or like la or new york no berlin is a, a wise choice well, when you were in San Francisco, where <laughs> where was your tech bro? You know what was going on there? Like, were you at IBM? What like were you programming graphic design? What was your deal? I I was at some like smaller startups. Nothing like nothing big or name okay. recognizable. What was your tech talent and skill? Like, what were what was your thing that you did? I was a I was a I was a full stack developer, uh, mm-hmm. slinging mm-hmm. code. 
Damn, this is sick. <laughs> this is what all parents dream of. You literally have a fallback plan, you know? <laughs> like if music other- doesn't work out, you literally you literally have a fallback plan that it makes money. Well, until you started playing with a live band, it was a good plan. <laughs> yeah, I know. But the um it's yeah, I I don't know if I could like do the coding thing again. I would certainly have to It seems like such a whole I don't know. I'd have to relearn all kinds of stuff. Like it changes. If I, no, you can't go back. I don't really know if I. I don't know. I don't think that's. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have a few more cracks at this music yeah. thing for a while. Yeah, you're fine. But just yeah. yeah, just knowing that it's there. There's there's a little bit of peace of mind. Just knowing that you completed skills and and a company thought that you were good enough to be hired. Like that's you know it's just the psychological element of it. Um, for sure, for sure. So if you were if you were to work at a you know, let's say the the music shit does crumble. You end up not being able to ever write a song again, and you forget how to DJ. What tech company would you want to work at now if they were hiring? And you can't say Apple. I don't know. I really, I really don't think I would. I don't think I would at all. I think I would go. I mean, no. I'm like, saying you have no choice. You have to answer. Have no yeah. choice but to work yeah. in tech. This is a hypothetical. Don't worry. I'm not forcing you. I don't know. Just whichever one would pay me. I guess. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Whichever I'm one that pays the most. Whichever one has the healthiest free lunch. Oh, no, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> so they're all bad. That's a boring answer, but no. Just, I don't know. I know. It's like those those days seem slightly numbered now. It's like, you know, the, the interest rates. They're high now. They're not this. Not, no, it's true. Not in a low it's, it's, environment. No, it's, these, it's a different these time. wacky beanbag startups are having a, well, you know, you got to try <laughs> wacky, a little harder to get the next round bean, of funding. Wacky beanbag startups. That's cool. <laughs> That's I exactly. don't know. I feel like my, my, my labels for these things are outdated and shit, too. No, no. I think that's a perfect. I, We're I, outdated, so it's very comforting to us. Free nootropic injections on <laughs> campus. Like, that's what they do now. When I was in San Francisco, it was like pork belly, beanbag chairs. Did you say pork belly? Uh, Club mate at the... Yeah, you know, like like 10 years ago, like tech bro vibe. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I just didn't know that you were... I, new Tropics, are you a little bit of a biohacker? I, I've had I've had a fun time with them in the past, but I feel like, you know, <laughs> this is why I've come... Once again, it's like the real New Tropics are the unfiltered unpasteurized holstein goodness okay so you're, okay so you're saying the real nootropics are the friends that you make in upstate <laughs> yes along the way we talk a lot about berlin on this podcast because i hate it and i've only been once <laughs> and i was so it, it's super i've hateful. like never I, been somewhere I, hear you. I, I, I literally hear you. i liked less like i got off the plane and i was just like i hate this <laughs> people are mean the food is bad like i'm ready to go and but do you think that's because I'm old and washed and dumb, or do you think that I have some points? I think you have points. I mean, okay. I think that it, okay. it like attracts a certain kind of like foreigner that is really cringe and like definitely annoying to be around. Hmm. Um, I think that like you know Northern Europeans, like Germans and especially like Berliners, can can be kind of gruff and like upfront. Like I kind of appreciate that. It's just like be really direct with me. Tell me what. Tell me what's going on, and like mm-hmm. allow me to. It's kind of like road rage, where it's like I appreciate road rage because it allows me to kind of vent all of my life's frustrations, like in the car yelling at somebody who can't hear me. Mm. But like having a society where you are more, it's more acceptable to just like be kind of mean and like you know be upfront, and direct, and this kind of thing. I think is. I, I kind of like it and I appreciate it. That's you know I've never heard that I've never heard it put that way and I maybe I feel I, like that's what people talk about when they're like oh like you know 
they're people are mean over there. Right. They're just they're just they're just brutally honest and and direct. So when you are having a road rage sesh on the autobahn and you're yelling at somebody, (laughs) nobody can hear you. What are some of the things that you yell? (laughs) It's honestly I don't I don't I've actually never driven in have I ever I don't think I've ever driven in Germany. I haven't on the autobahn, but it's most the my road rage happens right here in Bushwick, frankly. Like I'm driving <laughs> along and there's some, you know, Wyckoff, like there's a part where there's not even a road. It's just that like combed under asphalt vibe. And there's like double, triple parked situations happening okay. and somebody honks at me right as the light turns green. And your your Subaru, you're you you press the gas in the Subaru like a bat out of hell. <laughs> You fucking son of a bitch. I like slowly, slowly, slowly open the sunroof and just stick a middle finger out. Yeah. You throw your sourdough starter at him over my coexist bumper sticker, you know, so they know I need business. Coexist except for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're the only person I refuse to coexist with. Um, speaking speaking of DJing in America, we're both playing a show in Philly next weekend on the same day. Question, can you put us on the guest list? <laughs> oh, sick. Absolutely. Do you have do you do well in the Philadelphia market, Avalon? <laughs> <laughs> it's Philly big for you. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like Philly. I like Philly. It's it's a cute it's a cute it's a cute town. You know you know what Avalon? I'm starting. To, I'm not. I'm not. I'm starting to not believe your bullshit. You like Berlin. You like Philly. <laughs> we need to hear. We need to hear about somewhere you don't like because you're being too nice. Okay. Mm. I don't believe. Yeah, we this don't know what to believe second. if everything is all good. You know? Yeah, I just don't know what to believe. That's with true. You. I don't really like London. Um, wow. I mean, do you guys like London? The only place I would live, the probably the only place I would live in Europe besides beautiful Stockholm is London. You would live in Stockholm? I love it. I, I love guess, it. I guess I would. Well, I mean, I, I just I feel like I fit in there looks wise. I know you can't see me right now, but I, I have a Nordic <laughs> vibe about me. Um, <clears throat> and nice. they they're focused they're focused on stuff. That like, means he's white and bald. He's not Nordic at all. I'm white. I have I have blonde hair and blue eyes. Thank you. No, I mean like not to bring it up, but you know <laughs> the the uh, the. I, I also like I like I like Scandinavia too. It's it is kind of nice. I mean I'm also kind of tall white girl and clothes just fit me out there. It's nice. Damn, she said the clothes just fit me. Oh, different. I'm Scandinavian sample size. <laughs> How tall are you? Are you that tall? I don't know. Five ten. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty. No, that's pretty tall. That's pretty tall. That's that makes that makes clothing difficult. Sometimes I tell people that I'm like shorter than I am because I feel like guys always lie about how tall they are. And then so when I when I come through when I'm actually five ten and I come through and I say I'm five eight or something, then it's you can see kind of an internal math of like what? No, no, you're not. Damn, I'm so sick. I'm so sick of women fucking with us dumb men. Just another example of us being made to <laughs> look a cool. fool by the by the fair sex. That's just not cool at all. It's just not cool at all. We're actually very self conscious about our height, <laughs> and you're screwing with us. Yeah, this is a this is. Did you did you have to play volleyball in Arizona? I did play volleyball in high school. That's funny. Yeah, I was horrible. I was horrible. I was the, like one of two people on third string. Yeah, but Arizona's <laughs> shittiest volleyball player. Yeah, definitely. They're really trying not to let you let you play. So you don't like London? Why? Because of its rich culture and amazing accent. <laughs> amazing accent. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, I kind of think that like the opposite of the um, German like Berliner uh, like kind of upfront gruffness is like yeah. the kind of passive English. Yeah, um, that's, beating that's around fair. the bushness, which sometimes drives me. Fucking crazy. Yeah, that's that's like just tell me what 
what it is. I, I think it's like I don't I don't know. I think I just liked it too much growing up. Like I just I just everything I liked is from there. So maybe I have a soft spot for it that is is undeserved. Harry Potter. Are you are you a Harry Potter guy? Harry Potter, <laughs> Speed Garage, yeah. Speed like Garage, that. Speed Garage. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Do you guys have any Speed Garage yes. music? Yes. Big no, up. No, I don't. Big I, up. Avalon, yes. I have to admit something to you. I'm not. I'm not really an electronic music head. That's kind of Jason's department. But I saw you i saw like years ago i saw something about you and i was like damn she looks cool let me investigate this and then i liked everything you had to say and then realized that the music was a little bit over my head and so now that you put out this album that's like a band i'm like oh i can this is a little a little easier for my peanut head to wrap around i'm i'm glad you're i'm, I'm glad that that sounds great i mean this is this is the goal of this music <laughs> she's like thanks i think i'm glad you finally started making peanut head music <laughs> yeah exactly i love you no no i just mean that i think i was more open to it based on the the, the way it was sold to me you know because i think sometimes people shut down when they hear a genre that they're not super comfortable with or familiar with even, sure. you know so i think when i when i saw when i saw something build that way i was like oh let me maybe it's time to take a second look at avalon and i and look here we are that's right it took a while it took a while but now i make songs with you know lyrics and they're <laughs> three and a half minutes long and there's a guitar involved <laughs> yeah i was gonna ask you is it hard is it is it hard making three minute songs do you miss having like a long drawn out intro um it's it's definitely different and it but i think it's more fun i mean it's fun to be kind of a beginner at something i think the range is so impressive because most people can do half of one thing you know so being able to do uh, a few yes, things you. um you know successfully is is impressive and, and hard to do sure. but i think that like taking the leap is especially is especially hard because that's like totally it's, i'm sure it's fun and challenging but it's also a little <laughs> yeah. bit intimidating you're like not only do you get to play smaller venues but <laughs> yeah, you, you got to split the money with three people now too yeah i know and you got to show up for soundtrack and load like, all the gear and the whole thing you don't just get to show up with your your usb stick exactly i know i've been like i've been having it so easy with the DJ like touring is crazy. And then I'm like, yeah, exactly. It's like everything you said. I mean, just, just, just the fact of like having to carry around who knows how what the end number is going to be, but all these pelicans, they're fucking heavy. Avalon House, yeah, house I'm used Tory. to just sh showing up with two USBs and some headphones and, you know, because like I don't play really any um, like I don't play guitar or any like instrument that would look fun to watch someone do on stage really you know you, you can uh you can adjust sure. knobs on ableton yeah but that's you know of yeah. course that sucks mm -hmm. you know like, it's gonna look like i'm right you know i don't want it to look like i'm writing an email on stage or anything so i have to figure out what i have to do that's what that's what i do that's what i do so are you going to are, have you figured out kind of your moves yet? Have you been in the mirror? Have you been going Bowie mode? Like, what do we... I have to find my way to rock. That's exactly... That's a very <laughs> succinct and beautiful way to put it. But uh, again, you know, it's a journey that I'm a little bit on a beginner of. Yeah, but, that's tough. You know, I that's feel tough. like it's like, am I... Are we a back, back, you know, backing dancer kind of group? Don't think so. Oh. Mm -hmm. I almost wish I had like a guitar or something I could rock, but... Hunter does that. Hunter Hunter shreds, and it's thick. We ha and then my other friend uh, that I've known for like almost twenty years, Kayvon, um, also from Arizona, is playing bass and cello, 
And so we, we do look good up there. There's there's stuff going on. It's not just me and like backing track iPod. Ch- cello does make it feel sophisticated. That's a nice touch. Definitely. I mean, we the thing is we have to, we're, we're doing an electric cello because an acoustic one, we like <laughs> wrestled with it for like almost a month, like trying to get it to sound good. Cause like it's this instrument that is designed to be resonant, yeah. AKA feedback when you amplify that at all. And so it took a little bit of convincing for him to like get behind the electric cello vibe because they look crazy. If you've seen <laughs> they one, look they insane. Look, yeah. They look hilarious. <laughs> and it's like that first, you know, at first he's like, "No, I'll just bring my you know regular beautiful cello. I'll just carry my giant cello from airport to airport. It'll be chill." Yeah, exactly. I mean, even yeah, it's like all this kind of like you know you have to buy it a seat on a plane. It's very <laughs> delicate, and um, that's eating into the budget. You know, if we were doing a little acoustic court, you know. Uh, trio or something it would be one thing but yeah so now he's now he's playing the he calls it a stick with strings it's like this kind of like little thin thing but it, it sounds great the electric cello sounds good looks good you know you have to kind of just like rock it you heard it here first guys <laughs> electric cello not too bad take a second look at the electric cello <laughs> yeah take a second look at the all new because elect- sometimes you have to play a club with the pa system you're not just in- entertaining a town square with the reverberated acoustics of a exactly. nice cello i get it yeah I mean- um and you're also in the band with your wife so my question is did your wife convince you to start a band so she could be in a band too or did you have to convince her to join yours great question that is a good question i it it didn't take much convincing. I mean, she's she's already a she's already a great like a fantastic guitar player. She actually, it's funny. She grew up in Manhattan and she went to like the original school of rock when she was like, like a kid. <laughs> Jack Black okay. school of rock. Yes, the thing that the movie yeah. is based on. And so she she's she's she rocks. She rocks and shreds, and she added a lot of guitar <laughs> to. Like some of the okay. some of the songs that didn't have them originally, and everything. I'm not going to so. sugarcoat it. the The chick can rock. Okay. <laughs> I thought maybe she want she joined she wanted to keep an eye on you out on the road. Now that it's a band, she's like this ain't this ain't good for us. I'm I'm kind of I'm finding a spot here. I'll sell merch. So she wasn't like in the tune yards or anything like that. She wasn't in of Montreal or something. No. No. Do you feel good about this? Because this can get complicated. I've seen it happen. You know, I've seen it happen. But do you guys think this is going to be good or bad for your relationship? I think I think it'll be good. I mean, I think that like she's come on tour with me as a kind of a DJ as I'm as a as a booth bunny. She's booth yeah, bunny. She's my, booth, she's my booth honey. <laughs> and she, you know, do you do you rattle your vodka and soda when it's time for a refill? <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> she knows. <laughs> she knows she, she knows does. Let's she's a she fucking knows. pro she's a pro guys she's a pro <laughs> so you think you think it'll be a fun adventure i think it'll be a fun adventure it's great have you talked to your therapist about this at all do you have any tools <laughs> the therapist is also coming on tour and selling merch so <laughs> there will be a mediator always that's smart that's like a really that's a really good that you're you're ahead of the curve on this and if you're not too busy if you could kind of work my left shoulder's kind of been really giving me some trouble <laughs> if you could kind of get in there <laughs> i I, I think this is yeah I mean I think that this this is going to be fun for you as someone who's like so experienced touring the other way obviously the complications um, will arise but I think the camaraderie and the kind of us versus them thing that happens on the road when you're in a band could be could be beneficial I like I like the sound of that 
Cool. I mean, yeah, definitely. Like going on tour alone as a DJ, which like the majority of my travels have been, yeah, just me mm-hmm. on a flight by myself in hotels by myself, whatever. And it's like that's yeah, it's very lonely. Just you and your record box. Yep. Me and my me and my little USD. How is the well? What's the <laughs> What's the delta? What's the delta status looking like though? We diamond medallion, we million miler. Where are we it's at? Funny, yes. I've been a platinum on uh what KLM for like seven years, and I'm fucking jumping ship. They never fucking upgrade me. <laughs> I'm this. This sucks. Mm-hmm. And like, I just since I've been living in New York, I like lost my platinum status there, and so. I feel like I'm going to be BA now. The, what are you talking about? I guess. Come on, come on over to Delta. The water is. Warm. I don't know. No, Delta's not. No, Delta's not where it's at. I do. I feel like I fly Delta a lot, but I. I maybe it's just, maybe it's not international enough for you, Avalon. Some of us domestic travelers. Maybe it's a little better for us. <laughs> yeah, maybe Delta doesn't is. do direct to Saudi Arabia, so it's not the <laughs> yeah, most convenient. There's, not, there's, there's kind of no point. <laughs> but for yeah, you, that, really. that reminds me because you were talking about like you know touring with your with your partner and all that stuff. The you know, keeping an eye on that, it can get a little testy. But I feel like the only real strife you're going to have is when you're hopping on that plane and you get the upgrade and, and Bay doesn't and you got to do the little, okay, I'll see you. I'll see you in four hours, baby. I'll, if, <laughs> I get, right, if I get a, if I get any food, I'll totally bring it back. I'll come check on you later. <laughs> send a drink back. Send a, dr- you know. send a drink back is always a nice touch. You know, kind of make sure the slip of five in the stewardess's you know pocket go, go ahead and take this back to 32a please yeah i got it this one's on no, me no, no i'm I'm still thinking about her <laughs> as your profile continues to rise i think chris is going to become i'm sure you have a booking agent and a manager chris is going to handle all of your flight status negotiations he's going to be your <laughs> your plane manager of some sort i kind of step good- i kind of step in they call me the they call me the the desk the, the gate agent whisperer actually and I just kind of <laughs> it's just kind of my tone tonality in my voice it's something they respond well to <laughs> you, just, like you, know, you, you present like you're supposed to be there and they will recognize that and just upgrade you I've heard that but I've never been good at it I'm not good at that vibe. oh I, I that's funny to me because I feel like you have you, you probably have just the right kind of luggage and a little bit of gear <laughs> there's got you need a little bit of visible gear giveaway. <laughs> To make sure they know that you're a professional musician and not just a regular business traveler. That's you need something to signify, like, hey, like, no, 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 I play the big room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. And I, I think that's. I'm not just some goofy bitch off the street. Okay, I'm kind of a <laughs> exactly. You know. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of a big thing. You got to let them know somehow. So we got to figure. We got to workshop what that is for you. What you feel. Ever heard of Bergheim? With. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, <laughs> the, you could. You couldn't get in there, sweetheart. <laughs> exactly there's there's room on the team for you i think you know like let's let's chat after the after the Zoom. okay great yeah yeah, yeah it's it's 20 percent. we'll get into it An- uh, another thing that another thing that chris was probably endeared to your your cover um of mix mag i thought that you looked just spinning image of a 90s liz fair do you consider that a compliment or an insult i think that's great i love that thank you I loved that shoot. I think that was great. You were giving Liz, and I'm a big Liz fan. Yeah, you look great. The whole thing is it's very cool. Yeah. Is this your first cover? Um, yes, actually. Well, no, th- I did another one, but it was like a co- it was a uh, crack magazine, and it was like COVID. It was COVID, oh, yeah, no so they like didn't actually print it. So, but I think it still counts. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so the Wakanda. thing is, right? They didn't print it, but like this I was that, on this the is fucking, fucking cover magazines okay? these days. You know, I know it's quote tough. unquote magazines. Look, these days. it was an unprecedented time. I get it. <laughs> the um, one of my favorite thing that the stylist pulled for that shoot, which maybe is uh, what triggered you to have the the nineties thing, but um, it was this like really sick T-shirt that had the Evian baby on it and it was like Evian promo merch from like 1996 oh. something like that maybe that's what you saw it was really hey, cute oh yeah I see it here you're laying down and you have okay yeah this is yeah this is cool these jeans are fucking Evian twisted Evian baby baby tee it was a baby baby tee yeah, yeah. It's, a baby. It's, it's when the baby <laughs> be doubling uh, yeah you're wearing some twisted jeans here yeah I, I honestly know nothing about fashion or anything like that but i i felt i felt flying that, that you're the perfect you're the perfect victim then because it's like you don't you're just going in like this will be fun you have no you're not gonna like poo poo anything or i don't know this. nothing i'm just 510 in a size <laughs> two i don't know what's going on is the you, clothes good for me <laughs> you guys put whatever you want like i'm just here i'm like a hanger like you guys do your thing <laughs> 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 that was fun. Right, um avalon thank you for joining us on how long how long gone today uh it was a pleasure thank you same this is great new record comes out this weekend friday is that right comes out friday i don't know when this is airing but maybe it's in the past maybe Tomorrow. it's in the future oh beautiful yeah give thank your you. publicist over at the oriole a raise they got you i mean it's the perfect timing i mean this is it's unbelievable timing absolutely perfect timing. go over to Bandcamp, get the vinyl whatever shit like that you know right <laughs> exactly how many colors how many colors are you doing i think we're doing classic black vinyl mm. times are tough i get it <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Swift just did 175,000 copies of her record store day exclusive. So you're lucky you have vinyl at all. You know, really, with the with the way these with the way these factories That's work. True. So we're just exactly. happy for you. We're backed up. We're we're backed up. Uh, Av Avalon Emerson and the Charm. Uh, the album is out on on Friday. Uh, wherever you get music, Avalon, thank you for joining us. And we'll see you in Philadelphia, bro. We're hanging in Philadelphia. Thank you. We're getting hoagies after. We're, yeah, hoagies on how long gone? Hell yeah, see you in Philly. Don't eat. Don't eat on the plane. <laughs> Don't eat on the plane. We're getting hoagies. I won't. Don't eat on the plane. Hoagies on us. Lovely chatting with you guys. See ya.